This next round podcast is presented by Roback Activewear. From performance polos to the performance hoodies and the performance Q-Zips, Roback is the best fit and the best fill. Use code TNR20 at Roback.com for 20% off your first order. That's R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. 20% off all polos, hoodies, and Q-Zips with the code TNR20. And make sure to check out the Roback print polos. They have you feeling good all year round. Welcome into another week of Next Round Preps right here on the Next Round and Disrupt Media. John Lunsford, Jerry Young, and Jerry, we are inching so close to that, uh, I kind of call it a midseason break. Some teams take off, some yeah. don't, but it's a break from region play at least. But we're a couple weeks in, and boy, it's been a fun season so far. It has, and you know, you're right. Coming up week five, that's when a lot of rivalry games go on. A lot of, you know, I'm just immediately coming to mind is Clay Chalville and Thompson. You got to figure that. Thompson's going to be undefeated, so is Clay Chalva with who they're playing this week. So uh, that's an ESPN game, by the way. So that's going to be kind of a wild game on Thursday night. But you're right. This week is important because there's some games, again, that's going to determine who will be in that fourth seed in the playoffs. It's amazing. We're only a couple weeks into region play, three weeks for some teams and only one week for others. But uh, my bracketology is already spinning in my head. I'm already thinking what I need to do. This will be the week that I'll kind of get a picture with uh, especially some of the games we have coming up uh, that we'll talk about in the back half that I can kind of start thinking, all right, this team's slotting in here. This team's slotting in here. Some are easier than others. You know, you can go ahead and slot Thompson in as the one seed for now. But, you know, with the way things have gone, the rest of 7A Region 3, I don't know how to slot the rest of the team necessarily. So it's fun to think about, but we still need to play a few more games. You know, I want to compliment you, too. And a lot of people may not know, John's got a little formula in the back background that he does to kind of handicap the games. It's amazing how close <laughs> – that formula was on some of these games this week. Yeah, I mean, uh, you were stellar. It's hard at first because high school has so much turnover. I mean, more than anything, obviously, in the pros, you play for you know ten years. In college, you at least you know get a two or three. But a lot of schools, I mean, it was way more when I played, I think, than it is now. But um, a lot of schools, basically, your seniors are kind of where you start and work your way down and fill holes with younger talent as you need. Um, so the turnover is so much it's hard at first because you don't know what you expect. I mean, look at Hoover this year. I mean, they're yeah. sitting with only one win on the season four weeks in, and you would say going into the season, well, Hoover's clearly going to be one of the top ten teams in the state regardless of classification, and right. they're nowhere near that right now. So right. it's hard at first, but it, you slowly but surely start kind of working things in. Like I had Vestavia six and a half um, in that, and there were some people that were like, give me Vestavia all day long, and some like, no, give me Hoover all day. It's Hoover, right? Right. Well, ended up being Vestavia, you know, winning by 19. Is that this, you know, ended up being a big win for Vestavia. But anyway, it's it, it works its way out, especially once we get to the playoffs. Obviously, you have a good sample size at that point. But uh, yeah, luckily it was it was close on a couple of. But anyway, let's jump into some scores from last week. Uh, down south, Jackson, T.R. Miller, a big one we talked about. Uh, this was a much bigger. I definitely picked Jackson to win this one, but a much bigger uh, margin than we thought. 38-7, to Jackson goes on the road and beats T.R. Miller in that one. Uh, up in Tuscaloosa, uh, I must say Tuscaloosa County, up in Tuscaloosa, American Christian, uh, they fall in a close game to Bibb County. Bibb County wins 22-20 in that one. You talk about every week, Bibb County being a, you know, a really good team there, and they get the win over ACA. Uh, West Point, they fall to Russellville. Russellville looking to stay strong and uh, make another run this year. 48-14, Russellville, Russellville wins that one. Close game between Winona and Carver-Birmingham, but Winona, uh, I believe, stays unbeaten in that one, 19-14 over Carver. And then down south, UMS Wright and Gulf Shores. How about UMS Wright? 
shut out 17 nothing. How about that? Isn't that something? They're 2-2 two and two this year, and they're 0-1 in the region, which is – I don't remember the last time UMS Wright started a season like this, kind of similar to Hoover in a way. But Gus Shores, we know that Mark Hudspeth is a good coach. He's in his third year now at Gus Shores. They're 4-0. They're rolling. It's going to be a good uh, a good matchup uh, uh, as we move forward on some of these games. I mean, hey, winning that one. I don't know who their non-region is that they have left, but um... – you know, if they end up un- unbeaten going into those uh, 5A playoffs, I mean, that's something that we expect them to be good, but you get a 17 nothing win over UMS, right? That's a whole different story. You're all of a sudden talking about a team that can make a little bit of a run in the playoffs. Right. And, and of course, you know, Terry Curtis down there, he's not going to lose many. We know no. that. So, no. Uh, hey, it could be a good rematch in the playoffs. Yeah, Who knows? And to, uh, uh, there is no real off-season uh, off-game for Gus Shores as they'll be. Uh, LaFleur. Uh, this week, Murphy and Williamson. So, Williamson is their off week. So, got to figure they're going to keep rolling. Yeah. So, uh, good start there for Gulf Shores. In Birmingham, Pleasant Grove. How about this? Ramsey, 49-17. to Thought this might be a close one for the region title. But wow. uh, Ramsey running away with this one. I thought they'd win a close one. I had it six and a half. It was 32 instead. Ramsey all over Pleasant Grove in that one. How about Parker, though? Another city school, 62-28 to over Mortimer Jordan. Uh, an MJ team that was unbeaten. Going into that game, Parker uh, dominating in that one, 62-28. Uh, trying, to, trying to look for maybe a region title there as well. Uh, Central Clay County, 48-6 winners over Elmore County. Saralyn, this is a game that used to be close, but Saralyn, they are just so stinking good this year. 49-7. to Boy, you know, I always used to dream about like uh, – Back in my day, it was Hoover Homewood, the the six A and five A champs. Uh, we always wanted to play Hoover at Homewood, and then for a while there, um, you know, it was Hoover and like Clay, and then it kind of switched to like Thompson to Clay. We've gotten Thompson to Clay, outstanding game last year. Came down to a goal line stand for Thompson. Who knows what happened this year? But now I'm starting to think, man, let's see Thompson Saraland play each other. Thompson, you just kind of the, the highest classification you kind of de facto write in as the number one team overall. Right. But you know, as a, somebody who played in a lower classification, I always wanted. To say, no, we're better than them. I know Sarah Lynn's sitting there chomping at the bit saying, no, we're better than Thompson is. We're the number one team in the state. They sure look like it the way they play. And we need to uh, go ahead and just say, you know, on this show, hey, HSAA, uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's the athletic director's uh, division of that is who picks the champions challenge every year. How about let's put Thompson and Sarah Lynn in a pregame, preseason hey, game. And the stud players for both teams are coming back next year, too. That's right. So let's go ahead and make that happen right. next year down at Crampton Bowl. All right, uh, Clay Chaltville, the other team I mentioned in there, they beat Pinson Valley 41 to nothing. Once again, a rivalry game that I know, didn't I mean much. I would be much closer. It's always closer. It's always a, a one-touchdown game. Clay Chaltville's tough. But. Outside of the, the Bo Nix times, um, you know, I wrote the whole Nix family. Outside of that, Clay has been by far and away the better team, but still – Usually have close games in this one, but Clay wins at home 41 to nothing. Pelham and Briarwood, interesting matchup here. Um, I had Pelham winning in a close one, but hey, Briarwood pulled it out 28 21. Yeah, Briarwood started off, you know, 0 2. Yeah. And so we were kind of down on Briarwood, like, what in the world's going on? And we thought that one of those two games they should have won, but they didn't even hardly get on the board those first two games. Now they come back and win a couple. And then you look at Pelham, they're 0 1 in the region, which is. Not unusual for them, but they're a better team this year. And Pelham two and one overall. So a two and two against a two and one, that's gonna be a good ball game. It's gonna have that's one of those games when I mentioned earlier, gonna have uh results of this game are gonna affect 
where they are in the playoffs later in the year. Yeah, Pelham is a team I thought, with the way Homewood had been struggling, could maybe work their way up there. Uh, but they got a very important game against Helena coming up. Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, they beat Hueytown 35-6. to Big matchup there. Hillcrest looking to win another region title in region, 6A Region 4. And then Centerpoint and Pell City. We mentioned Clay Chalvo beating Pinson pretty good. Clay is the clear runaway favorite in that region. But everybody's been asking, can Centerpoint make a little bit of a run, upset some teams? They have in the past. And then, of course, Rush Probst. What can Rush Probst do? He got destroyed by Clay, but a different story this week. He finally gets a win. He does, and, you know, congratulations to him. I know the whole town of Pell City is awful excited. However, I am shocked at that score. I really am. I thought um, this would be one game that George Bates would have them ready to play, and they were. I mean, it wasn't a runaway or anything, so to speak, but, man, uh, George Bates got a good football team. That's a shocker to me. But congratulations to Pell City. That's the one. The old formula didn't quite work out. A few X factors there. Number one, center point, really solid team. George Bates has done a good job. They've been a regular playoff team uh, and win playoff games the last few years. Pell City has not been good. Pell City, I kind of liken Pell City to Colorado. Uh, the way Colorado is with Deion Sanders this year, you know, they won one game last year. Nobody ever said, ah, they're bad. It doesn't matter. They're going to lose every game. But then you get a new dynamic coach in there who completely changes things up and they start winning football games. I kind of expected that with Pell City. They start off 0 3, albeit against good teams with uh, Moody Leeds and Clay Chaltville. But um, hey, if Rush Probst could have the transfer portal. <laughs> Can you imagine? Right now. Well, that's a whole different story. <laughs> the jokes you can make on that one. But, I know it. Um, but anyway, I had center point winning big in this one in the old formula. But uh, <laughs> kudos to Pell City. And, you know, Rush Probst is an X factor that he obviously is very successful everywhere he goes for one reason or another. Um, and getting a big win there, 24 to 16. Up north, Muscle Shoals getting a big win over undefeated Athens, 66 28. Muscle Shoals looking to win a region title up there again as well. Hewitt Trustville all over Tuscaloosa County. Tuscaloosa County kind of being brought back down to earth. The first loss they have on the field, they did have the forfeit situation against Bessemer City, um, which is a whole different thing we could get into. But um, Hewitt Trussell taking it to Tuscaloosa County, 42-7. Hewitt seems to be right now, I guess, maybe second, third, kind of then Vestavia. That'll kind of decide that uh, spot right there. But Hewitt Trussell trying to make some noise, especially after losing uh, pretty bad to Central Phoenix City when things started off. Prattville, as we move to that region with Central Phoenix City, Prattville – Falling to Dothan 59-24. to I know Dothan's been playing good, but that's a blowout. Well, you know, they went to double overtime with, uh, who was it, Central Phoenix City. Yep. That's the only loss they've had. And Prattville, on the other hand, the only win that they've had is against uh, Smith Station, who is really bad this year, just to put it bluntly. So, uh, you know, I expected Dothan to win, but wow, 59 points on a on a on a uh, – Prattville team, that's hard to believe. It is. I had a, let's see what I have. I had Dothan by a touchdown, and it'd be five touchdowns instead. So kudos to Dothan there. Central Phoenix City, they beat Opelika. A little bit of a closer game, maybe, than expected. Central won 28 to 18. We saw Opelika first game of the season against Thompson. Thompson beat them pretty good. The way Central beat Hewitt Trustville, I was thinking, hey, this may be a year for Central Phoenix City to get to the Super 7 and, and give Thompson a run for their money. But, uh, you know, a little bit of a closer game here against Opelika maybe than we expected, 28-18. to 18. The big game here in the Birmingham area, though, Vestavia, 26-7 to 7 over Hoover. Hoover in Spain Park last week in a, a close game, 28-20. Hoover pulled that one out. We saw Spain Park in person. We went with Thompson to, to play Spain Park. They won a 55-14. It was a blowout. It was typical what you expected. Um 
But it was bizarre coming off that Hoover game. So you thought, okay, is it Hoover being bad or is it Spain Park being good? Well, I think we know now Hoover, they're struggling a little bit. They are. And I saw a post on social media that says, uh, we're working every day to get better, you know, hang in there with us, you know. So um, I read into that post that, you know, some grumbling evidently in <laughs> Hoover, you know. But uh, no, but one, one, one in three. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, one in three. They're one and one in the region. And, yeah, um, yeah it doesn't get any, any easier for Hoover. As I mentioned, they had to play. Uh, Hewitt Trustful is one of the scenes floating right there. They got to play Hewitt this week. We'll talk about that uh, coming up here in just a second after you tell us about one of our great sponsors. But, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a rough week, a rough start for Hoover. Um, and they, they got to try to work and uh, figure things out. How about this? Shepherd Equipment and Disposal is one of our new sponsors this year. You can reach them at 205-704-0408. And they do a numerous amount of things. They can tear down an old deck. They can get rid of an old shed. They bring dumpsters in. They'll clear it out for you. You can rent a dumpster, put it on your property. They have weekly and monthly rates. How about this? You need some land cleared. You need a road built across your land, maybe some slag laid on it. That's who you call. So it's Shepherd Equipment and Disposal. You can find them on the web at shepherdequipment.com or give them a call at 205-704-0408. All right, when we get back, we will move into what is officially week four, but the third week of region play for most teams. And, boy, we have uh, some good games coming up. We'll also get to our Milo's Player of the Week as well right here on Next Round Preps. If you or a loved one been diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment, which is brain changes that are starting to interfere with your life? Did you know researchers have proven that these brain changes can be slowed down or reversed in many people that routinely exercise their brain? At the Karen Thrive Foundation, we specialize in helping you understand the specific areas of the brain that have changed and develop a brain health plan, including cognitive exercises, adaptive approaches, and helpful technology to proactively stay ahead of your brain wellness. Visit www.karenthrive.org for more information. We've partnered with Who Is Coffee to create the Next Round Blend. Available in light, medium, and dark roast. 100% Arabica beans. Specialty coffee roasted on demand. Available in whole bean or ground for drip pods. Espresso and coarse ground for French press. Go to nextround.store to get a link to pre-order today. Everyone that pre-orders will be entered to win a prize pack with coffees, shirts, hats, and tumblers. Nextround.store for the next round blend. Welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. We move into what is officially week four in the AHSAA schedule, the fifth week for most teams, though, as a lot of the records we'll go through. We'll have four games played um, for the various teams. We'll start in a couple of lower classification games and a couple that really stand out. One big non-region game, Hanley, 4-0, taking on Central Clay County, who's 3-0. Wow, what a ball game. What a matchup. 4-0, you, you mentioned that uh, as um – Hanley is just playing lights out. On the other hand, you got Central Clay County. A lot of people remember that's the combination of two schools a few years ago. That was a rivalry in itself, one of the longest ones in the state, by the way. But this game right here is rapidly becoming a rivalry. This game, um, last year, uh, Hanley uh, won 26-15. to 15, Okay? And why is that important? Because that was only their third win of this series. Every other time, Central has beat them eight times. So 
I don't know, John. You can flip a coin. I'm not sure where you got them ranked as far as your formula, but I think I'm going to have to go with Central Clay County. Yeah, Central beat Ben Russell. That's a rivalry game they play there against them. Went to Alexandria, beat them um, early in the season, and that's a step up in classification for them as well. What was it, Clay County and Lineville that got merged together that's for those correct. two? Yes. Um, and so, you know, uh, still not huge classification wise, but are, they were able to step up in classification, and get that win over Ben Russell. Um, but. Yeah, Central Clay County, I have them about a five, five, five and a half point favorite in this one. So okay. I do imagine it'll be a close game and uh, definitely can tell a lot about these two teams before they move back into region play. One of the things that impressed me about Hanley so far in this 4-0 and run that they've done, they've hung up some points, 55 against St. James, 32 against Jacksonville, uh, 41 against White Plains, and 22 against Valley. So their offense is obviously clicking. They did give up in the 20s against St. James and Jacksonville, but they shut out White Plains, and they only let Valley score one touchdown. So a good football team, I'm telling you, folks. You watch these two teams right here. I would say they're, in my book, one of the kind of one-two in that in – that, uh, 4A classification. All right, Hanley and Central Clay County. Also, Bayside Academy taking on Jackson. These are two uh, other unbeaten teams. Talk about how good Jackson is. They beat T.R. Miller pretty good last week. But, uh, yeah, Bayside Academy, we talked about with Barrett Trotter doing a good job. You know, I love Barrett Trotter, and I'm so happy for his success. However, I think it comes to an end this week. Jackson has got a football team. They're 3-0. and uh, They only met uh, one time, uh, and uh, Jackson beat them 30-10 to last year. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. Looking at the regions, I did a little studying on both of them. I think the winner of this game is going to win this region. I really do. I think that that this is that close. I think the other teams are kind of below. And if Bayside Academy keeps up what they're doing, win or lose in this game, I think they're both playoff teams. I think this is – We'll see if I'm right at the end of the year. Yeah, definitely could be number one, number two. I have Jackson winning this one, but uh, either way, two solid teams off to great starts this season. Um, Also down in the south, UMS Wright. We mentioned them losing last week, getting shut out by Gulf Shores. They're going to travel to Viger, who's unbeaten in this one. Still only have Viger as a slight favorite, but uh, UMS Wright needing to get a big win after falling last week to 2-2 and overall in the season. Moody, they host Lincoln. Uh, Moody sitting at 3-1, and falling to a team from Maryland last week in a close game there, Um, losing their first game of the season, Lincoln also sitting at three and one, but one and one in region play. Moody only one and zero in region play since they stepped out of state to play last week. Uh, Arab, they are at Scottsboro, battle of unbeaten's as well. Have Arab as just a slight favorite in that one over Scottsboro. Spanish Fort Theodore, a little bit of an interesting game. Theodore last week when I was going over scores at halftime, uh, we do the Thompson broadcast. We get to halftime. I'll go through some scores. They were losing to Baldwin County, and that was one I kind of thought Theodore was a shoe in to be you know second behind Saraland. That would kind of be the region title game, but they had to come back and win in overtime over Baldwin County in that one. I got him as a big favorite just strictly based on uh, various factors over Spanish Fort, but Spanish Fort looking for a big win uh, over Theodore as they lost to Saraland last week. So we'll see if Theodore can keep it going or not. They are 3-0 and in region play, though. Uh, Parker at Gardendale, big matchup here. Parker, like I said, trying to win that region there. We'll see what they had to uh, what they have for Mountain Brook when they play later in the season. But Gardendale yet to win a game this season. It's been a rough year for Gardendale. Yeah, and Parker's 4-0. Yeah. Parkers look good. And, they look really good. 0-3. So you look on paper, you say, this is a no-brainer. But 
I'm going to tell you, this is going to be a close ball game. It is a close ball game. I think uh, Gardendale can write things, but I do think Parker's going to be able to go and get the win. They've looked really solid this season. Central Tuscaloosa, a little bit of a surprise at 3-1 and one, uh, on the year. The only loss comes to County in that very first game of the season, a close loss to Tuscaloosa County from Class 7A. But they're 2-0 and in region play. They, they host McAdory, who uh, is trying not to lose that playoff spot to a team like Century. You kind of have Hillcrest, Hueytown, McAdory, Northridge have been the four teams uh, waiting for either Bryant or – um, maybe Central to step up there and take that final spot. Homewood, they finally get a first win over Calera last week. They played Ben Russell, who is 1-0 in region play, also beating uh, Calera. Um, Homewood struggled this season. They finally put some points on the board, but Calera not a very good football team. We'll see what the Patriots have. Elsewhere, though, in that region, Helena seems to be the favorite uh, in this region. They are sitting at a, an impressive 4-0, and they have that, impress- uh, that very important rivalry game against Pelham. They do. 4-0 is correct. 6A region 3 this has got to be one of the, if not already, it's going to be one of the biggest rivalries in the state of Alabama. We all know that Helena kind of broke off from Pelham High School and made their own school system, and now you got Pelham trying to, to um, you know, maintain the big brother image. But Helena's a good football team. Richie Busby there has done a great job of coaching the Huskies. I, I'm looking for Helena to really kind of tattoo in a way Pelham. Yeah, impressive 4-0 start there for Helena. I expect Helena to win this one as well on the road, even though it's just down the road for Helena to go to Pelham. Gaston City uh, gave a little bit of a scare to Hewitt Trussell. It could have potentially been unbeaten. They're sitting at 3-1, and one, but 2-0 in region play. They step out of non-region to go to Hartzell, uh, who's 3-1, and 2-0 in region play. Uh, should be a good game up there in North Alabama in Class 6A. Oxford, they're unbeaten at Pinson Valley. We mentioned Pen- Pinson losing pretty good to uh, Clay Chaltville last week. They're at 1-2. That was their only region game, so they're 0-1. But Oxford looking good. 4 0, 2 0 in region play. Clay Chaltville, we mentioned they are at Centerpoint, who lost their first game to Pell City last week. So we'll see if uh, Centerpoint can write the ship. But boy, Clay is not the team you want to have to face after a loss like they had to Pell City. Um, moving into class 7 8, Prattville. Big, big, big game for Prattville against Opelika. You know, I'm going to mark this down as a must win for Prattville if they want to have any shot of getting in the playoffs because they still hadn't played Auburn, they still hadn't played Central Phoenix City. Uh, they still hadn't played Enterprise. So, you know, uh, they could have a win against uh, Jag or, or Percy Julian. But this game right here, in my opinion, if Prattville loses it, they're out of the playoffs. And this is, what, the fourth game of the year for them? Uh, yeah, fourth game of the season for them. Opelika, on the other hand, you know, their only loss is to Thompson. They've been playing good football. So, um, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes Prattville – they, and I said that Opelika's got two losses. They lost Central Phoenix City last week. But I've said this about Prattville before. It's like when their back is against the wall. I remember last year, they, they just had, I don't even remember who it was. They just had to win a ball game, and they did. Will that hold true in this? We don't know. But this is going to be a good, good ball game uh, as, as uh, uh, Prattville travels to Opelika, which is another detriment to to Prattville as well. Yeah, I've been in that Opelika Stadium. It's a tough place to go play down there. Um, just down the, the road from uh, Auburn across the street from Southern Union. But um, Opelika, these were the fifth and sixth teams last year in this region. You had Enterprise and Dothan as the two behind Auburn and Central. But Auburn, the way they're struggling, Opelika looking to 
uh, moved their way up in. They played Central pretty, pretty close, like you mentioned. They lost, though. Um, but if they can work their way into maybe trying to give me a top playoff team, they have to beat Prattville. This is a must-win for both teams right. to try to solidify their place in uh, playoff contention. So important one there between um, Prattville and Opelika. Down in Region 1, Daphne at Baker. Big matchup there between two teams unbeaten in Region play. Daphne 3-1 overall, 2-0 in Region 1. Baker 4-0 trying to win the uh, region title down there in Region 1. Up in 7-8 Region 3, uh, some uh, important games for jockeying for position, not so much for Thompson and Chelsea. We'll get to that one in a minute because we'll be on the call for that one. But uh, Tuscaloosa County uh, falling last week, bad loss by Tuscaloosa County. They are going to Oak Mountain, who has uh, not won a region game yet. Um, should be a, a game to kind of see who wants to stay in playoff contention, who wants to uh, who wants to bow out with a loss there. Spain Park, we saw them almost beat Hoover. Struggle bad against Thompson. They go to Vestavia. Vestavia's in at 3-1. They're 1-1. That only lost coming to Thompson a couple of weeks ago. Big win over Hoover. By the way, our Milo's player of the week, I waited until now, John Paul Head from Vestavia ran 32 times at quarterback for 211 yards, three touchdowns, was also 7-13 passing for 65 yards as as Vestavia beat Hoover 26-7. The first win in the series for the Rebels since 2015. Things seem to be looking up for Vestavia. Robert Evans is doing a great job coaching there. John Paul Head looked good. Even looked good against Thompson, Thompson kind of just, you know, was able to hold on really for that win more so than, uh, you know, exert dominance over that team. Jordan Ross, obviously a really good player there as well. But uh, John Paul Head, our Milo's player of the week for 211 yards and three touchdowns on the ground and doing a little bit of work through the air as well. And uh, Vestavia looking like maybe that number two team. But first, they got to get past Hewitt Trustville. And first, Hewitt Trustville has to get past Hoover. Hewitt Trustville at Hoover this week. Big, big matchup in 7A Region 3. Wow, what do you say about this matchup? You know, have you ever thought that five games into the season for Hoover, you're going to be talking about a must win? No. Not just to be in the four seed, but even maybe to even make the playoffs after, you know, year after year after year. So, yeah, a big ball game. I uh, I think Josh Floyd and, and the Huskies are going to give the Bucks all they want this week. Here's the thing. Hewitt Trussell has been so close to getting past Hoover. Right. And, you know, when it comes to playoff games, they've played each other. And it's like, that's here, that's one of the biggest complaints about the playoff system in 7A. People complain about it's always Thompson Hoover, it's always Central Auburn. Right. And the biggest team you point at is you at Trussell because they always have to play one of them in the second round. And it's like, when are we going to get a break? When are we going to get it past having to play Hoover? Well, you know what? This is the year that they could take it to Hoover, put Hoover out of position to where maybe Hewitt could get that second seed and not have to worry about it right. until maybe Thompson in the semifinals instead, um, assuming chalk holds. And this is the thing. I plugged everything into my little handy calculator. This is the one time I say not even a chance. It spit out Hoover, a field goal favorite. Not a chance in the world. The game is at the Met, but not a chance in the world. I think Hewitt has years of pent-up rage and aggression right. to just dominate Hoover in this game. I agree. I think. And, you know, really, if you look at the schedule, you still got to face Thompson if you're Hewitt Trussell. You yep. still got to face Vestavia. Both of those are October games. So you got to start so strong now. This is it right here. Yep. If who if Hewitt Trussell wants to be known as a, as the team to, to rise above, this is their chance. No doubt. All right. We'll be on the call for Chelsea at Thompson. It's going to be Thompson's homecoming. Chelsea is sitting at 2-2 two and two on the season, 1-1 one and one in region play. Got their first region win last week, so congrats to uh, the Hornets. But going to Thompson's a whole different ballgame. It is. We'll have it for you on the warriornationnetwork.org. You can watch it there uh, on the NFHS Network platform. You can listen to it for free 
And uh, John and I are also part of a pregame show that's pretty cool where we pick some winners of uh, about 10 games every week. And so if you'd like to watch that, you can go to Thompson Athletics' Facebook page. We go on there at 6 o'clock before all of that game. So it's kind of interesting. So I'll just throw them a little plug out there as well. College game day has nothing on us. We That's have to, right. We have it for high school. So if you love listening to this podcast and you love hearing breakdowns of all the games, we'll have it for you Friday night. Like Jerry said, find us on Facebook and, of course, WarriorNationNetwork.org for the game as well as we'll be on the call for Chelsea at Thompson. And then next week, we mentioned it, non-region play for most teams. Thompson Clay will probably be the uh, – I know that'll be the game of the week for right. uh, for everything. It'll be on ESPN. It'll be a Thursday night game. But, of course, we'll break that down. We'll break everything down. And, hey, just a little bracketology seeping in next yeah, week. and we're going to tell you where I might and you might be on Friday night since we got a night off too. That's going to be a free night, which <laughs> yeah. most of us That's right. usually don't have. So we're going to have to sneak into a game somewhere. Yeah, a lot of good games next week in non-region play. We'll break it all down and we'll recap the week coming up right here on Next Round Preps.